tell us a little bit more about the mission of voters, not politicians. Yeah, so we're really all about restoring uh, people's rights to be heard in elections. So we believe that voters should be choosing who their politicians are instead of politicians choosing who their voters are. And right now in the current redistricting process, you have politicians that are looking out for themselves, working with lobbyists who are picking and choosing who they want their voters to be when really our democracy is based on our own representation and being able to elect that ourselves. And how did you get involved? Yeah. So funny story. Um, this actually all started from a Facebook post that I made uh, after the 2016 election. I just kind of said, hey, I want to take on gerrymandering in Michigan. If you want to join, let me know. Smiley face. Um, and now it's quickly evolved into um, over 5,000 active volunteers uh, across the state in every part of Michigan, which is really, really exciting. One of the goals of this series that we're doing is to examine how policies affect people. How has the current redistricting system affected you personally? In what way do you feel it has perhaps harmed you as a voter? Yeah, so I feel like right now in Michigan, we don't have some of the basic things we rely on our government for. We have uh, really poor infrastructure. We don't have good roads. Uh, We don't have clean water. Um, We have a poor education system. And those are some really basic things that our government provides. And How that relates to redistricting is I think that our politicians aren't accountable to us because they aren't afraid of being unelected. They're pretty much stacking the decks in their favor so that they can guarantee election results. 80% of elections in Michigan right now are non-competitive. And it means that once the politicians are elected, they aren't worried about what the voters think. They're more looking out for whoever's the special interest is, who's going to be telling them to focus on other things, except besides that water, roads, you know, education, those things that we all rely on, that we hope our tax dollars are going towards. So how should our political boundaries be drawn And who should be drawing them? Yeah, so for creating our policy, we actually held town halls and we asked the people of Michigan that very question. We said, you know, here's the status quo. How do you think it should change? Who should draw these lines? How should they be drawn? What are you looking for out of a redistricting system? And the people of Michigan really said that they wanted an open, transparent process and they wanted voters in charge instead of politicians, which is where our name comes from. We want voters to draw the lines, not politicians. And who would be drawing those lines? I guess this calls for a uh, new independent redistricting commission. How would that work? Yes. So this independent citizens redistricting commission would be comprised of four voters who identify themselves as Democrats, four voters who would identify themselves as Republicans, and five who are either independents or a third party. Um, And these would be people from across the state, so uh, representative of what our state actually looks like, and really people who aren't, you know, not uh, directly former parties partisan politicians or lobbyists, um, you know, citizens who want to be there to do the right thing. And they'll hold public hearings across the state, listening to how communities want to be represented, how they want their congressional uh, district lines to be drawn. Who would choose the members of that panel? Yeah. So um, it's kind of like a a random application process. Secretary of State will send out some applications. So you could get one at your door. But also, if you're a registered voter, you can apply. So um, it'll and it'll be a random process from that. Uh, People have to self-identify and meet some criteria to make sure that they could be on it. But really, we're just looking to make sure that we could have a fair process. And the best way to do that was to make it so that it was an open opportunity to anybody who wanted to apply. So would the Secretary of State then be making that decision as to who sits on the commission? Uh, the Secretary of State plays only a purely administrative role. So um, they, you know, make sure that the applications are available um, and then they'll, you know, do the random drawing. But all of that's done out in the open uh, for people to watch and participate in. Um, and, and really, 
it'll be up to chance. Now, uh, Arizona went through this number of years ago. They created uh, an independent citizens redistricting commission in 2000. Uh, there were a number of legal challenges to that. The U.S. Supreme Court ultimately ruled that the commission does have the authority to draw political boundaries. How is this proposal similar to or different from what Arizona has? Yeah, so in Arizona, um, they have a much smaller commission. I believe it's five people. And um, also, they're kind of helped being chosen by current politicians. Ours is really all done by voters. We purposely, you know, politicians um, get a couple preemptive strikes, which just means that they can look at the applications. If they think somebody is lying or something, they can um, take uh, 10% of the applicants out. But beyond that, these are really just, it's people driven. It's people of the state driven. So uh, people who want to apply. Uh, we have that 13 member commission. Um, and uh, in Arizona, I believe they had two Democrats, two Republicans and one independent. Um, for our commission, again, we have Four Democrats, four Republicans, five independents. And for our maps to be approved, before anything could be approved, you actually need two people from each of those buckets to agree. So for any map, you're having at least two Democrats, at least two Republicans, and at least two of those independents saying, yes, we think this is the best way to go. Now, one of the challenges they had in Arizona was that, according to the U.S. Constitution, it is up to state legislatures to decide the manner of electing senators and representatives. Uh, I read the proposal. It, it says that uh, the, this would transfer that power to an independent commission here in Michigan through an act of the voters, uh, not through an act of the legislature. Are you worried that the way your proposal is worded might not pass constitutional muster? Uh, will it withhold a legal challenge? So the exciting part from that Arizona case going to the Supreme Court is that the Supreme Court did rule that, yes, the citizens have the power to draw the lines, that it is okay for citizens to do that instead of the legislature because our legislature is supposed to be made up of the people of the state, um, which is what makes it constitutional. So actually, since that part's already been and gone through the Supreme Court, we are not worried about that at all. Our, we have a really awesome uh, law firm, uh, Fraser Trebilcock, and they feel very confident that if any challenges are brought, that they'll be quickly dismissed. Now, you do have some opposition. Uh, a committee was formed last fall by a pair of uh, Republicans who say uh, that uh, the Citizens Commission that you envision uh, wouldn't really have any idea what it's doing. I mean, no prior experience drawing uh, political maps. How do you respond to that? So our current legislature, especially with term limits, they don't have any experience doing this either. This is done once every 10 years, and they hire um, consultants to come in and draw these lines and lobbyists and all of that. We're taking that process. Um, the commission will have the support to hire their own consultants. Again, you need that uh, the different parties to agree on who that's going to be. It's going to be in a transparent process. And they'll have the resources, to, um, the experts to do that, except the public's actually invited in. They're actually able to be a part of that process and hear why the lines or why those you know, computer algorithms are being used to draw them. Well, another thing critics have said is that you're biased uh, because you have in the past voted for Democrats uh, and that generally this is an effort by Democrats and their supporters to change the system in their favor. How do you respond to that? Yeah, well, I start off responding to that saying, look at the policy. I mean, in it, it sets a, a completely fair system, a completely transparent system, and a system that looks extremely different from what the status quo is, which is exactly why we have that opposition from the people who currently benefit from the redistricting process. And I will also, just for the record, say I have voted for Republicans as well. So trying to attack individuals who are trying to make change in their state, I think, is unfortunate, but is really a power grab to keep that power because, I mean, 
this determines the majority of elections in our state, all how these lines are drawn, which a lot of us don't really think about. And so having a system that we can trust, that can be fair, transparent, impartial, and by the voters is going to have huge ramifications for our ability to have a system that's not rigged. And you do have Republicans uh, involved in this effort? Yeah. Um, actually, one of our board members is former Representative uh, Joe Schwartz, who made a governor run as a Republican. Um, uh, and uh, from the very early stages, we had people from all political parties, including people who hadn't voted before, but um, were wanting to. And, and part of feeling disenfranchised was this redistricting process. Where do things stand with getting on the ballot? Yeah, great question. So um, in December, we ended up turning in 425,000 signatures gathered by all volunteers. We had signatures from all 83 Michigan counties, um, and we needed to gather 315,654. So we turned in well over 100,000 more. Uh, What else would you like to say that we haven't covered? Yeah, um, I would just say that uh, this is a completely citizen-led movement. Um, It wouldn't exist if people didn't show up to Uh, give their input on what they wanted to see. If they didn't show up to um, help fund it, to help uh, gather signatures and to help spread the word. The redistricting process only happens once every 10 years following the census. A lot of people don't know about it. So we have a lot of um, people we need to talk to still between now and November to make sure that they know what they're voting on and what an independent citizens redistricting commission can mean for Michigan. So if anybody wants to get involved, voters.politicians.com. We have all the information, including the constitutional language on there. So we want all voters to be informed.